he's been fishing up there for decades, but he had actually snorkeled the river and mapped it. What? What? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you can even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast. We talk about outdoor adventure and the gear that goes with it. You. Yep. All right, bringing on another employee here. This is Dallin. Dallin, first time on the podcast? First time. First time. Dallin is the longest tenured employee at gear 30 on the sales floor because you and i are probably longer right um but dallin has been on the sales floor for about 75 years <laughs> so he's old i think he knows his stuff and that, uh, that might be rounding down a little rounding down a little <laughs> um but you're huge into fly fishing and i don't fly fish greg fly fishes a lot we recently got tinkara in Greg was mentioning some summer objectives. Do you have summer objectives any for fly? You've been fishing already. Do you have any summer objectives for fly fishing? Yeah, this year I want to just do a whole bunch of backcountry fishing. I built a raft out last season, and I felt like all I did was raft. So I want to, you know, put some groundwork on and hike into some remote places and catch some wild fish. All right, what are you fishing with? I currently... Bro, bro, sick. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Holy support this. (laughs) Well, right now I'm using my fly rod. I'm currently got a three weight, so I've been playing around with the three weight a little bit. I just ordered a four weight. Sorry, that's oh, a per- yeah. he perfect, order a perfect backcountry rod. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. Makes fish feel huge. Yeah, makes fish feel huge. It does. <laughs> okay, is that good? Makes the little guys exciting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the weight of the rod, the lower the number, the lighter the rod it is. Mm-hmm. So, so you get more a correlating bendy? long okay. weight. Mark? If you hook into a big fish with a three weight rod, it's you know. And what's the lightest rod? They make two weights. I'm sure there's a one weight out there, but you don't really hear about them. It kind of goes on a scale from like one to ten. What are ten cars? They don't weight them, but what would they be like a two? That's a good question. Yeah. I'd say probably like a two or three weight is what my ten car rod feels like. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that gives me an idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, your your kit. What is your kit? I want to know. Kit? Yeah. Well, right now I've got... I don't know anything about this. This is why I'm curious. Okay. I'm learning on the fly. <laughs> yeah. So, right now i got a fish pond pack. <laughs> See what I did there? I like a sling vest because it holds my net upright. I got a thing. Um, I've got a few rods depending what I'm doing. Uh, I use a six weight for streamers with a sink tip line. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a half hour late, but yeah. Okay, keep going. Right on. <laughs> and then I got my three weight and my four weight, and that's what I use for pretty much anything when I'm not throwing streamers, so... Okay, Greg, what's that? Is, that? is this good setup? What's your... Yeah. Yeah? Okay. My setup would be like, I have I go four, six, and eight. Those are my three different rod weights that I... That yeah, I, I go three, five, and nine. Those, those, are, good yeah. <laughs> those are good choices. <laughs> okay. Now, six weights, I could get like down streamer rod, bigger trout rod. Mm-hmm. Four weights, like my dry fly or backcountry rod, and then... 
I don't even really know why I have an A-weight. I never use it. <laughs> I actually got it because I thought I was going to fish for uh, musky with it. Oh, cool. Have either one of you fished off your paddleboard? Mm. Greg, I don't think, is a fan of paddleboarding. But, no, just uh, my raft. Just I, actually, raft. I okay. think I have fished on a paddleboard. Yeah. I'm just saying that's an option. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you would never just go paddleboarding. No, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Greg, I don't think would just go paddleboarding. It would have to be I mean, to fly I, fish off I the have gone paddleboarding. <laughs> he but said, I would not. said it wasn't that super exciting, but. Okay, that, add that's a discussion for a different episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but fly fishing, okay, uh, where, without giving away, you know, g- geolocations here, where do you prefer to fly fish? I like fishing new spots. So like he's I'm all gonna, about just like he's not gonna tell you yeah get, yeah I'm not gonna tell you my spot you know where that spot is right there on the back wall mm, that's a famous it, spot looks right. like Yellowstone actually yeah I took down to this spot did you really oh did I you did, yeah. oh this is that exact spot for those um, that can't see there's a picture I gotta say it's a, it's a pretty dang yeah good it's spot. the Madison River it's, I'll tell you right where it's at okay it's ready yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, every, actually, every, actually, I mean it's, it's a very, not my spot it's Greg's I'll tell those I lie now I'm thinking I don't know if we did go to this spot. This is the Madison <laughs> out the, the West Gate. Now that I offered the tell them where it's at. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Nine Mile. Nine Mile? Is that, yeah. yeah, that's what the hole's called there. Yep. And now, and what I've heard was, and Greg, I, I don't fly fish, but what I heard was this gets fished so much that it's probably not the best idea to fish this section. It's beautiful, though. It's stunning. It can. It, I've had some really incredible days fishing Have you? at SWAT, but it does get a lot of pressure there mm-hmm. as opposed to other areas in Yellowstone. Yeah. So speaking of Yellowstone, is there is there a better time to fish those rivers up there than others? Um, I mean, I my favorite time to fish Yellowstone is the fall. Yeah, and there's a lot of people. It's like a yearly pilgrimage for them to go fish for the browns that run in the Madison in the fall. Mm. But so the weather gets cold, and it's like uh, if you go up to Yellowstone like in October, it's really busy. It's it's a different kind of fishing because there's so many people there. But it's also like a, there's some old guys that have been fishing there for decades mm. that you can kind of hang around and BS with and, you know, learn some tricks from. Like, yeah, there's this guy that we me and my friends kind of made buddies with. Um, he's been fishing up there for decades, but he had actually snorkeled the river and mapped it. What? What? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> So there's like they this, just like floated. Like, and, yeah. There's an underground rock over here, and there's an underground yeah. shelf here. And huh. so there's these there's these runs that are like famous runs. I won't, I won't I won't lay out names here on the podcast, but in these specific runs, you kind of start at the top and you work your way down, a uh, hundred yard hundred yards long maybe from top to bottom. Um, but this guy had like detailed notes of, of where of, from top to bottom in the run of like where big boulders were where there was a rock and where the you know what? where would the deepest Did he like was sketch and, it yeah that's Underwater. wild so he he told me that he used a gopro and videoed it and then had a a notepad up on the bank and was like making notes this is it. such dedication no it's crazy this, but th- this guy like is there every year in the fall like he knows this river better than anybody apparently yeah but anyway anyway you, you, this you, one right here the madison um, it's not in this particular spot, but it is that river. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Whoa. Anyway, we meet some really interesting people up there and the, the weather's always really unpredictable. You can have like, you know, 70 degree days and get dry fly fishing or you can get just blizzards. Yeah. You know, so. Throw some streamers. Yeah. Streamer, streamer fishing in the blizzard is a good time. <laughs> Bad weather brings big fish. Yep. 
Is that you need a T-shirt that says that? Yeah, that would be Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably a there's probably a T-shirt or sticker somewhere. Yeah, you'll do yeah. that for your fly company, Dallas. <laughs> hey, there we go. Fly company. My so, favorite saying is, if it's bad weather, it could be either best day of fishing or your worst. Or your worst. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying you like to hit new spots. Yeah, okay. I like to hit new spots. I hate just like trying the same spot over and over. It gets so boring. You get guys that'll just sit there and fish the same pool. That's all they'll do. It's okay, fun but, to okay. So cover talk water. to me about strategy because I. The, the really the only time I went, I, I went with London, you know, London, mm-hmm. uh, it, who was, who's can't sit in the same space guy, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. you don't get anything in and he moves on. Right. <laughs> and, uh, me, the only fishing I had ever done is stationary from a beach sort of with the, with the real rod and reel. So I'm like, okay, what is his strategy, the right strategy, or is that stupid? Because you're not going to, you're never going to catch a fish cause you're moving around too much. Like how? What's the right strategy there? Well, when you're fishing rivers, they're more stationary. River fish aren't going to be cruising around looking for food like lake fish do. So I always like to say, don't fish for ungrateful fish. If I'm fishing a pool and I'm giving a solid Dallin's spot. has got all kinds of safe. He's got great. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> all these like, I third like one. Say, <laughs> you're offering a, you're a offering podcast me. of Dallinisms here. <laughs> you're offering the Sorry, fish. Sorry, go ahead, Dallin. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're offering the fish free food. They don't know okay. there's a hook on it. So if they're not going to take it, move on to more grateful fish. That's why I like <laughs> Don't fish the ungrateful <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I totally want that shirt. Like, damn ungrateful fish. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so it is better to be, to move yeah. if you're fishing in a river then mm-hmm. uh, to sort of figure out where they're hitting. Yeah, I always okay. give like a solid shot at the pool, but I'm not going to sit there all day and waste my time. Like an hour. So I, Exactly. Okay. You'll go – so I think fly fishing lends itself to moving around on the water a bit, but there are definitely, definitely different styles. So I have a friend, my best friend growing up. I'll go fish with him, and he'll meticulously fish a, a short section of river. And he'll usually do well, he'll catch a lot of fish. And then there's another dude that I fish with where we get out of the car and I won't see him. Like, he'll, you know, he hits the water and he's moving so fast that, like, I, I don't see him again until the end of the day. Yeah. See, this is what happened when Dallin, Nick, and I went fishing. Dallin and I seemed to, because Dallin, he's kind of teaching me and he, he was like showing me some tricks, but Nick was just like gone. We saw Nick, what, like th- three or four times that yeah, whole time he'd we were come fishing. back every time. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I'm back. You have any luck? Yeah. So caught a few. I uh, I would say my personal way of fishing. I I like to move a little bit more rather than like detail through a a run or something. Um, just just for me, I like fishing different water and trying. You know, the variety keeps it entertaining. But there are some people that will work through water super slowly. And mm-hmm. so is fly fishing. Um, because I could see it with skiing where you've got a line that you want to work up to and hit one day. Is the same go for fly fishing where there's like a stretch of river that your your goal is to hit that at one point in time or or is it different is it is it more about the type of fish you want to catch i mean i'll always go through like google maps and stuff and like kind of scout out different lines i want to fish but you know it just kind of comes down to it you know if there's a day i'm like oh i'm not don't got nothing going on i'm gonna go explore this part of stream i've never checked out before i actually did it yesterday too i fished a lower part of a stream i'd never fished around around ogden yep around ogden Found a waterfall, so that was cool. Just by the waterfall? It was around a waterfall. Around a waterfall, okay. Yeah. So I would say to pose an answer to your question for me, catching different species is a lot of fun. Isn't that an actual thing you can do too, like in Utah? It is, yeah. They have the yeah. cutthroat slam here in Utah. Yeah. And there's actually, I think most of the states around the West have something similar to that. 
I think Colorado has one in Wyoming and like their own native uh, their, their own like native cutthroat slam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, catching different species is fun. For me, like skiing, fishing, whatever, any of my hobbies, mountain biking, going new places, like traveling is part of the component that makes it fun, I think. So Yeah, definitely. Going different places and fishing <laughs> different water and like seeing different parts of the country and I've, I've never been to are always always a really good part of the sport how into the sport are you in other words there's a fly fishing uh film festival that world tour that comes through ogden every year do you guys go to this or you watch do you guys watch the movies like I, i've been to that so i have not one of the film it was a, actually i think it was at Banff. i didn't know that was a thing yeah it's pretty cool actually it's pretty cool i gotta check that out um they usually do them in the spring um yeah i think probably, it already happened probably already year. happened this year but yeah one of the films was fly fishing. Now's a bad time for this in Russia. Yeah. Uh, the big rainbows. Uh, Kamchatka. Kamch- yeah, I had the yeah. K. I had the K. Yeah. <laughs> the Kamchatka. Kamchatka. Yeah. That looked amazing. Yeah, it's like famous for big, big bows, big rainbows up there, and just beautiful territory. Yeah. Stunning territory. Yeah. Probably not the right time to go to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, but there's places all over the world. So is there a place that if you could go anywhere in the world to fly fish that you've thought about going? Probably Alaska. I've always wanted to fish there. You haven't been to Alaska. I'll go with you. Yeah. I'm same, a, I'm same, same. Yeah. I'll down, I'm down. My wife asked me a while back, this, well, it was a couple of years ago, but she's like, if you could go anywhere, like any vacation, what, where would you go? And there are a few lodges in Alaska that do heli skiing and fly fishing guiding out nice. of the same. I was like, that's... That's what I would do. When are we? So we're gonna start. My wife was really, really excited <laughs> about both of those. She was unexcited about both. Of those. <laughs> she doesn't want to fly fish or hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. New plan. New plan. Yeah. So I have. I'll go with you. Yeah. I'll go with you. I'm down too. Yeah. <laughs> I fished the Kenai uh, during the salmon run. Nice. Uh, not on a fly, but there's so many sam. There's so many sa- salmon in the river. Mm-hmm. They would hit your. You could just reach down and grab one. They would hit your leg because they were. Every, literally everywhere and then if you live there the rules are different and if you're native the rules are much different but if you live there it's different than if you're a uh, out of stater fishing you know there's different just different things you can do like with netting yeah. and in the limits and stuff but we were with someone who was was who's lived there for a long time and i just remember we caught so many fish yeah it was crazy that's a great river. Really yeah. pretty. And I was scared of bears the whole time. <laughs> Had my head on a swivel. One of my uh, Which makes it fun. One of my good <laughs> friends is uh he's a fishing guide at a lodge in Alaska. Uh and it's called New Halen, I believe. But it's m- primarily fly fishing, but he has, you know, in the fall when he's done with his guiding season and he's showing us pictures and videos, it's unreal the bears. I mean, huge. Yeah, huge and cl- close like you get used to them, I think, cuz they're So it's every everyday thing up there. So the the fly fishermen I see in Yellowstone, <clears throat> where there are grizzly bears, seem to not pay attention to anything but fly fishing in the moment, right? So yeah. how, how aware are you of your surroundings and how nervous are you uh, about bears when you're in places like Montana where they're there? I'm very aware of it. Yeah? Do you yeah, so Yellowstone, yeah. So the, the main sections of Yellowstone where I fish, I don't always carry bear spray, but they're areas that I'm pretty familiar with. And so I just, I, I don't, not, not that I'm sure there wouldn't be a bear there. Cause there's areas that I don't always carry bear spray that I have seen a bear, but there are areas that I'm familiar with that I'm, that I feel I can safely navigate. 
But if I went into the back country, I would definitely carry bear spray. Yeah. With the rivers and stuff too, it muffles the sound. So it's really hard to hear your surroundings sometimes too when you're in yeah. a, like a faster moving water. Sure. Sure. That's crazy to think about. All right, Dan, what's your dream catch? What's your like dream day dream fly catch? fishing? Oh, I want to catch just a massive cutthroat. I love catching like native species, and that's the only trout native to Utah. Okay. It'd be super cool to catch just like a huge 20 plus inch cutthroat. That's your summer dream. Summer dream out of a river. Plus inch. Oh, just the summer dream or generally? <laughs> generally. I mean, I always want to catch a huge fish. <laughs> so, like, my all the time dream? We'll yeah. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. Life dream. Life yeah. goal. Helps me sleep at night. Nice. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, we do sell the 10 cars. We got the tiny 10s and the tiny eights. Tiny two. Tiny 10 two. Tiny 10 twos. Tiny 10 twos. And Dallin's flies. And Dallin's flies that and you can find at Gear 30. Go to Gear. Th- now, They're the not flies are not at gear30.com, so you have to come they into the be. shop for that. But could. Uh, you, they could be. So, yeah, they're not right now, though. But no. come into the shop for the flies. You can shop online for the Tiny Tenkaras. Uh, we got to get a refill of those. I just remembered. Yep. Um, so email sales at gear30.com, and Avery will kick you a discount code yeah. for the Tiny Tenkaras. Well, for anything, <laughs> but, yeah. For a tiny tent. Mm-hmm. For well, anything. Only if he likes you. Only <laughs> if you give me a good message. If you say, like, please a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's what we got. No. Send, just send it. For this episode of the Gear 30 Podcast, see you on the flip side. Mm-hmm. Peace. See ya. Bye.